welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to our podcast. Oh, I want to say it every single time. Still gonna I, say I'm good morning. going to say good morning. And every time I say good morning and we have to restart. Yeah, because... Um, because it's not good morning to everybody. You might be listening to this at 10 o'clock at night. But it is a good morning. The sun is out. Yeah. There's some weird cloud structures going on Beautiful around us. Beautiful cloud structures. And um, it's the start of a new day for us. And maybe not for everyone else. Yeah. Um, so good morning if you're listening to this in the morning. Mm. If you're not, yeah. hello, good evening, good afternoon. Yeah. This is why we just say hello at the beginning. Yeah, okay. So you don't go down. Um, anyway, um, so then we've kind of done weather watch. Don't yeah. the watch. Nice Although day. we... Oh, go on, you say it. I was going to say it. Tomorrow, you have promised us snow. Yeah. You gave a categorical, um, it is going to snow tomorrow. Right. And I just looked at the weather watch, the the, we- the weather app, mm-hmm. and it says sleet tomorrow, which oh, is very different. BBC. Which oh, is no. very, very different. Apple, Apple seems to do very well. Sleet would be very disappointing. That would be sad, wouldn't it? Um, because sleet's the worst kind of... It's almost like the worst kind of rain Is and the worst kind of snow mixed together. Mm. So I would well, be my phone still says it's snow, so I'm okay. gonna hold up for that. Well, we'll see. We'll see where we go. Um, yeah, there I'm not go. as hopeful as oh. I once was. Um, what's been going on? Um, I got my essay mark back. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and I got it was a uh, fail. I <laughs> was <laughs> <laughs> really it was a really weird experience. So I got a merit which is kind of the bit in between. So if it's above a pass, but not quite. Hey, I don't know what the top bracket is. I'm not sure I'll ever see the top bracket, but anything in the 60s seems like that. So good. It was a good um, mark, yeah. Good mark. And I, would so, I just took, it was really interesting to reflect because he kind of wrote writes a kind of how I could have improved it. Mm. <coughs> and um, did we, we didn't talk about this, did we? No. Um, yeah, no, we did. We didn't talk about it on this podcast. No, we haven't talked about um, it on the podcast. So the kind of, his kind of feedback was that I wasn't very... So I, my structure was really good, my flow, my kind of creativity of writing was really good because that's what I do all the time. I kind of yeah. write like that. But his comeback was that I wasn't very critical of my own ideas or mm. put another side across. Um, so I kind of present something, but I didn't then say how... You know, because you read books, however, this guy says this. This guy says yeah, that. Yeah, sure. I think, or this girl yeah. says this. I think this. I didn't really do that. And that was interesting because I don't do that preaching do you you no, say you don't tend to this is what i think or this is what i think god's wanting to say to us i don't then say however if you read this book this guy says that that's rubbish and that this is true yeah i would like that i would get it i'd get a lot from that if you started preaching in that style well yeah but it's there's never a definitive <laughs> i'm comfortable like, with that i'd rather personally i like to sit in the gray i would like to hear yeah. all of the different viewpoints i know most people wouldn't um, but I'm one of those people who I would get a lot from that. Yeah, I think I would just get a lot of confused faces. Fair enough. Not that you can't, because actually, you know, two people preaching the same passage and two very d- different um, ideas. I just thought it was a really interesting thing that I struggled with or the thing that I could have done better on was that critique. Yeah, critical, critical thinking. Yeah, critical thinking, um, which I have, that's quite an interesting reflection. Do you think you'd be able to move forward in think, that and think yeah. more critically? Probably. I mean, it's that. I probably just didn't express it. I think I 
just presented a very just a very linear mm. kind of um sort of um essay or um sort of exe- exegetical essay i think that's what it's called um but didn't yeah didn't kind of take the journey i kind of mm. just presented the way and not reflect so i thought that was quite interesting it's um, interesting you're doing a lot of hand movements right no, now no so can nobody can see that but your mm. hands are going up and down and across for trajectory um but nobody's getting the full no yeah the 3d aspect of martin <laughs> talking about his essay maybe we should start filming them then they would also notice that our dining room table is covered in clothes oh don't let people know that that's one of those things it's like nice for people not to know that in the process of being i did the big fold this morning yeah um, and then it stayed there yeah so let's not you know we won't do video podcasts i think you can do that anyway um so that was interesting okay i didn't fail no because yeah i don't think i'd be very happy with that um then also um oh we've been in hospital yeah yeah, for quite so a long time. You've been in hospital with Sam for six days? Yeah, I think it was that. Five nights? Six days? Yeah, five nights, I think. Um, um, yeah, how was your hospital experience? Yeah, um, how, however, as a hospital experience, it's um, strange and surreal. Um, there's a sense of being in the right place, very much, very much in the right place, mm. but relinquishing all control. Um, so you give up what time that you eat, um, or largely what you eat. You kind of, so a lady comes around three times a day, mm. uh, asks you what you want. Um, luckily they cater for the families, the, the parent, mm-hmm. not just, um, well. not just the child. So I was given, um, a sandwich or, or a jack potato every day. Um, so they felt really, really well looked after. Um, in in the right place, mm. knowing that everybody is praying for us, um, but just watching, you know, it's not the easiest thing in the world watching your child kind of go downhill over a couple mm. of weeks um, to the point at which they can't breathe. Mm. So um, it was, you know, it, it was it was hard. It was emotionally very draining, but um, but being in the right place, nurses mm. were fantastic, um, all the staff were phenomenal. And um, and we came out the other side, and he's doing a lot better now. And not just being in the right place, but the right parent being in the right place. Sure. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, you just sat there for six days, being lovingly doting to Sam. Um, uh, yeah, I just couldn't do it. Yeah, I guess you couldn't, because I didn't mind that they they I put a camp bed up for me still. every night, and I was just in the right place. I was at his bedside, mm. and um, you know when he was and he was asleep or whatever I could read a book um I got through a whole book while I was there which was great um but um I, I felt like that was all I wanted to do I just wanted to be there for him um whereas you would have gone I was, I was there for 10 minutes and I'd broken his bed you know I was playing with the yeah you, why why did you and then why did you play with bed um so yeah I just wasn't the right however I was probably the right person to be running around absolutely and I was looking at you on myself. the other side thinking oh my word I couldn't do all of that so yeah yeah so it's been a strange time and i, I guess and we're all f- I, I feel a bit out of kilter like yeah you know, we're i a definitely bit feel out, out of kilter. kilter and um and that got me reflecting what do i what sort of where do we find kind of rest and and sort of equilibrium and it's probably it's just in the normal life we try and live a quite a balanced life don't we we're yeah. not manic you know we have a good rhythm that rhythm's adapted and evolved as the kids have got older we've had to change the rhythm a little yeah. bit 
I think um, in the Anglican kind of order of the year, it's definitely down in the Book of Common Prayer as um, you've got the various different seasons throughout throughout the year, for example, Christmas time, mm. um, Advent, Lent, things like that. And then it keeps popping up throughout the year that you get ordinary time. Yeah, okay. And I feel like, um, I think... I think I quite like ordinary time. We want more ordinary time. And I think um, with the minute we're, we're kind of thinking, yeah, we need back to get back to ordinary time. Yeah. Does that, do you, th- yeah, do you I, think that feels about right? Probably. But looking at the month ahead, it feels like there's not ordinary time ahead. Yeah, there's quite a lot of mm. events, evening things going on. Yeah. And culminating in us planning to go to Romania for three yeah. days, which feels unordinary time. Well, it's three days, but it's actually, it's more than three days. It's kind of five days because we leave on a Wednesday and we get back on a Sunday. So um, although we're actually only kind of strictly speaking in Romania, in Constanza for three days, Mm. um, we're actually traveling a lot, kind of traveling quite a lot. So, um, I'm sure we'll share more about that in the yeah. coming weeks. And um, one last thing, and um, we're going to a concert tonight. Yeah, we are. We're going yeah. to see um, the Wren Collective, their campfire tour. Mm. So that's going to that should be really good. Newcastle, which is like their original CD, isn't it? Like the original album. Is yeah. it not? No, I don't think it's their first one. But no. um, okay, it's the most famous yeah. one, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Anyway. Um, so that's probably enough about us wrapping on about our own life. What's so we looked at Sunday at um, John six and the bit mm-hmm. where Jesus talked about I'm the bread of life. Um, you weren't there because you were down with the I little was down ones. with the little ones. Um, I've I've read through it, um, but I feel like yeah, it's an interesting passage. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting to know kind of what you shared and what your reflections are. So I think I went from. So I joined them together from Jesus feeding the 5,000 okay. <coughs> to going across the lake and then appearing the other side of the lake um, and connected back this bit, which is on the bread of life, to that feeding of the 5,000. I think they're yeah. connected. Um, and then we have all these Old Testament allusions in the manna from heaven um, you know that Moses provided and Jesus said, no, Moses didn't, God provided. Mm. So God provided the, from the wilderness just like God's providing for them now in this new wilderness, because Israel was you know, in a wilderness, you mm-hmm. know, um, living in an occupied territory, although they're in the pro- their own land, they're also under occupation. Um, and then, I mean, the really in- the really weird bit is the bit about eat my body and yeah, drink I my was blood. About to say that, yeah. And then there's a whole Ezekiel reference there that I, I struggle with some of the prophet the prophets' visions and other stuff. And Ezekiel is one of those ones which is really hard to understand what. The visions are, but there is this vision of a mountain top where the birds eat the bo- eat the flesh and the blood, and that's supposed to be kind of God's um, victory over kind of other powers. So, whose body are they eating? In I don't know. It doesn't really say. It's weird. We're like, who's the? I think the enemies, but they're kind of like the birds are. And that's weird. That makes sense. The birds. Okay. It's just, but it is a bit that does connect in with this, you know, because okay. it's not a, it's a weird thing to say. It's yeah, a weird it is. thing to say then. Um, it's a weird thing for Ezekiel to talk about. And it's a weird thing. But, you know, in hindsight, John's writing this, knowing, you know, yeah. the resurrection story, knowing the Passover story, you know, Jesus yeah. talking about you know, communion and what that means. And mm. so he, he is feeding that back in, um, uh, in recording Jesus' words that way. So, yeah, it but it is strange because at no point 
do we actually eat? Ah, it depends who you are there, isn't it? Well, it, yes, if you, unless you're Catholic. Um, which, again, maybe... That's probably where makes that makes a, a lot of sense why that, you know, transubstantiation is believed. Um, but we, we kind of, as mm. Baptists, we don't believe that we are no. physically eating Jesus' body. And I think it's hard to get that from, you know, the Last Supper, you know. But yeah. I, and the idea that does it does the bread literally turn into Jesus' body yeah. and blood? Um, we certainly wouldn't believe that it does. But is it a symbol and a vision and a a practical demonstration of what Jesus did? Then very much so. Um, but yeah, so these are good bits. Um, interesting. And then this whole day, of, you know, Jesus offers us some life-giving spiritual food daily, like the provision in the wilderness. You know, so they woke up every day and had manna hmm. and then meat in the evening and that yeah. provision was there every single day and it was kind of like hospital food <laughs> like it's, it's there. there the provision is there you order it in the morning and then it just appears on a tray yeah and i get one i guess the bit i found interesting was that that that's quite a comforting thing there isn't there it must have been comforting in, in the wilderness in the difficult times result being in the wilderness every mm. day god practically showed up with food and they didn't have to live by faith they lived by food provision it was there it was every day mm. um just like your hospital food was there every day that's not not living by faith because you're it's ordered and ready yeah. um however jesus is saying i'm that bread now and there is a daily provision and it's there for you every day but it isn't meeting your physical needs mm. it's meeting your spiritual needs and i think that was the bit that I was quite interested in. Okay. Whether that came across in my sermon because God admit it was a bit of a blur last week. Yeah, last week was crazy. So I don't know how you write a sermon. No, but I did. In yeah, in the midst of what was going on in our personal lives. Yeah. A little bit like my essay. <laughs> I think my the my my kind of journey on food during that sermon kind of held it together because I kind of talked about food in different ways and what okay. we eat and what we don't eat. And um, so, can I go back a little bit on? Yes. Um, you've just been really vague on what on earth the Ezekiel thing is. Oh, just because I looked at it, I looked at it enough to be able to say something about it. Um, but then I, I just I, I don't uh, struggle with it. So I don't. So it's a vision, Ezekiel's vision okay. of God's victory, and it talked about. You know, there's this sacrifice on a mountain uh, and the sacrifice and the birds and the animals will eat the blood and the flesh of, I'm assuming, the enemies. Yeah. And in that sacrifice, because that's the connection to Jesus, really, mm-hmm. in the sacrifice on the hill, there's freedom. And then it does talk about the spirit coming and offering, you know, so there is that. So that's why I think. But the bodies being eaten are enemies not probably yes i think they are enemies and then the birds are us okay maybe but i don't i'm not an expert on it okay it's, uh, my eyes glaze over a bit with ezekiel stuff with revelation as well i'm just like i can't you know <laughs> is that not something i should have said no i'm not sure that is something you should have said <laughs> i don't know i just i, str- I really r- struggle with the imagery with those visions i just i can't connect with it you know i've done sermon series on revelation i've done you know, studies on those things. There's just something in my mind that doesn't connect with it. Yeah, okay. Um, and, you know, I know there's real <coughs> wisdom in Revelation and mm. there's real 
but they're visions of stuff that someone's trying to put down in words and I don't in just in putting down in words you're struggling to communicate so mm. I don't know Joy you really get into your revelation no I find it quite hard but um yeah, yeah. I know I just you know other bits of scripture narratives and stories and in Jesus you're teaching through stories and other things getting into the big you know mm. kind of apocalyptic imagery um I find it so un otherworldly that I struggle to know where to go with it okay and I have tried, but it's not something that sits easily yeah, with me. Yeah, okay. You look really concerned, like I shouldn't have said that. You look worried. No, I'm just... Um, <laughs> I'm I'm debating within myself <laughs> how I feel about it. Because obviously it's scripture. It's important. It's God-breathed. Um, but it's, it's useful it's for teaching. It's useful for teaching. But, I, yeah, but it's... But it's tricky, shall mm. we say. And it is tricky and you can get lost in it and people do get lost in it. Uh, and there's, you know, a depth to the vision and the un- you know, understanding that is a mystery that will, elements will be revealed that mm. we can't fully comprehend. Um, but I guess the the trajectory of scripture, where that mm. gets to of, you know, a new heaven and a new earth and all the things in that, I mm. kind of, I, I get, but... Um, I wasn't expecting to talk about Revelation, but you, you brought us back to um, Ezekiel. Um, and I guess the the application, which is what we can kind of mainly talk about, is so my little application was, what are you eating? What's your spiritual dialogue like? Who are you eating with? Because actually we're called to mm. eat with other people, not yeah. just to be by ourselves. And then how are you exercising? Because if we're just eating, <laughs> if we're just gorging ourselves... Mm. On spiritual food and gorging ourselves with others but not serving in any way or mm. not exercising those you know our energies that we get from our spiritual journey then uh, we're missing a trick so conversely as well if we're exercising mm. but we're not digesting spiritual food yeah we um we get burned out pretty quickly yeah um, and we come at it from a place of empty service yeah so I guess I asked that of other people, so I guess I should ask it of ourselves, myself. Yeah, go um, on, ask it of yourself. Don't just ask it of me. I'm wa- <laughs> I want a little bit of time to, to you think. Want a bit of time I to want think. a little bit of time, so <coughs> ask it of yourself. What are so you, what, what are you what's eating? What's my spiritual food? Um, I, mean, I, I mean, a lot just through my study and through my you know, ministry, so... I do I have felt the last few weeks and it was a tough week last week um to get my head around scripture, but it felt like a privilege to get my head around it. It felt like mm. I'd been you know, the church resource resource me, support me so that I can find the time and have the time to wrestle with something and that's my spiritual food. That's my you know, I can't separate that out from my own devotion in some ways. It's like they are part of the same thing. Uh and I get a lot of <coughs> my own growth and my own wrestling in that journey of mm. of of kind of, uh, of of kind of preaching and teaching um that you know just like in <coughs> my job's not a normal job i can't separate out work from other stuff it is just mm. a big mess so if i separate out well no that's just work stuff that's not proper but i need to go and do it but it is mm. it's all the same thing so yeah i felt the real privilege last week um and caught myself in my tiredness and my frustration, not 
you know, not taking that for granted because, mm. you know, it is a real privilege to do that. So my general, you know, studies and, and working things through, I really enjoy reading with people and there's a pe- number of books I read with people that spur me on, I reflect on, I think through um, uh, and those kind of times when I do, you know, delve into prayer and scripture that throughout mm. my week that you know, probably are my spiritual food. Mm. Mm. What about you? Spiritual food. Um yeah, I have to say Sunday mornings I oh. think um are a real time for for spiritual feeding. Um and I really notice that when I'm down with the um the small children. Um I I feel that I've kind of missed out on a mm. like it's fantastic to serve. Um, that's great and um, I guess that's an exercising type of a thing mm. um, but I also really miss um, I miss worshipping together and um, hearing the sermon um, books I think mm. are what are you reading that, yeah what did you read in the hospital and what are you reading now well yeah so um, it wasn't a spiritual book um, it was a book oh. called um, again food, it's interesting on food it's a book called Diet Starts Monday mm. and um by Laura, can't remember the name off the top of my head. Um, about um diet culture and how we are kind of encouraged to almost permanently be on a diet, mm. and how negative um that is for um for our sense of self. Um, that was really helpful. Definitely up for um maybe even having a podcast at some point to talk about um diet culture and body image and mm. um, that's not for today but yes so so that you know was an interesting it was it was a bit of a spiritual challenge as well for me um thinking about that and um and now i'm reading pete greg it is do you say greg is it's spelt g-r-i-e-g we're going to say Greg, Pete Greg, um, how to pray. And that's, um, I'm only a little way into that, but that's already um, been a bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, he encourages you just right at the start, just sets out a um, the an acronym of um, pray, which is um, pause, r- rejoice, um Act oh, no, and ask. ask, sorry, ask and yield. Ah, well done. Um, I only know that because I did that at the Prime Fasting Week. Ah, uh, cool. On it. There you go. Um, and I'm aware that my prayers are typically always act mm. prayers straight away. I don't tend to pause. Ask, ask sorry. Um, yeah, sorry. My brain is a bit befuddled this morning. Um, ask prayers, yes. My prayers tend to be ask prayers. Um, I jump straight in there with ask. Um, mm. and forget to um, pause definitely you know I do I forget to rejoice mm. and um, so I'm God's challenging me on that I think at the minute um, so yeah so that's some of the ways what? that um, maybe I'm looking at spiritual being spiritually fed at the minute mm. that the P-R-A-Y thing so we did that at prayer and fasting and the prayer bit I'm sorry, the praise bit, I'm doing what you're doing. No, pause. <laughs> oh my word, what are we like? The pause bit, so I put that on the screen, mm. and it said, um, no, it's not, it's praise. Well, it's definitely pause, I've just read the book. Oh, okay. So obviously you were doing it slightly no, doing, different. That's probably why we're all over the place. Okay. But there it was praise, 
and it, okay. the kind of strap line was praise God for who he is not what he's done for you uh, okay and it was a really and we did we did like 40 minutes of silence in our prayer and fasting week we okay. had these four little slides um obviously there's more than one way to pray yeah p-r-a-y so we yep. did different ones but and um, was this very much this praise and yeah it was just really interesting and it's quite challenged yeah you know to think to focus on who god is not what he's done for you um, yeah and that was quite interesting but so then did you do rejoice oh, yeah i think so then it was ask and then it was yield mm. praise i think the yield is quite challenging yeah because that asking and then yielding to what God's saying is, mm. um, oh, we could just be all at cross purposes here, and I've got them all wrong. Yeah, could be. Anyway, but I know, I know it's definitely pause because that's really struck me. That's mm. that's my big, t- you know, from reading last night. That was my big takeaway. Um, how do I, how do I pause? I'm not very good at pausing. Mm. I think um, I find that space. Mm. where you're supposed to kind of center yourself mm. and just let let things be let god speak i i think i kind of struggle out of my own imagination like mm. i kind of feel i just go into without meaning to me chattering to myself um in a not mm. very helpful way mm. um i don't know if other people find pausing easier um but i certainly think it's the step that i would miss if given half a chance mm. so that was um what are we eating next one's who are we eating with um which is an interesting one and we've um we have some people we connect with you know as a couple yeah people we connect and I that's connect a with. big that's a big deal i think yeah, actually that yeah and then people we individually connect with mm-hmm. um some minister and friends um and other people <coughs> um and then yeah, no, like we have been in um, life groups in the past um, and find ways of sort of connecting in with groups of people. That's not quite what life looks like at the moment. Um, but um, but yeah, it's been positive. What about kind of you? Are there people that you kind of connect in with? Because you don't have to name names, but um, who are we eating with? Yeah, I th- you know what? I think we could be eating with more people. More people. <laughs> I think... Um Mm. there's definitely people that um we connect in with i think are there people that i individually connect in with um maybe not so much at the minute mm. yeah okay um but that i i like the idea that yeah we are that there are these kind of informal and formal connections that we have and yeah at new life we try and yeah we've got life groups we have lots of and then yeah, there's all these little connections and I see them on a Sunday. I see people connecting in with each other and all these ways that we do do it in the unorganized way or the yeah. uncorporate way. Uh, and it just naturally happens and they're to be really celebrated. And that's because we do need those people around us and we all yeah. connect with different people. Like you can literally be in, you know, you can meet different people. Some people you really clicked with and it feels like a mutual support. Yeah. Other people, it can feel quite one sided or it's not. Um, it just doesn't click and it always feels a bit forced and those things come and yeah. go, those people come and go. And that's what I think I probably, I'm eating with people. I think I'm, there are some people, there's definitely people at the minute who are, um, who I guess I would say are help feeding me. Ah. Um, but am I necessarily in groups where I'm helping feeding mm. others? I think um, 
that's probably because it's got to be yeah it's mm. how you you go both ways and yeah, you don't want to just be kind of like taking it all for yourself no um so i yeah i think um, and then you know i kind of i think the other interesting little bit of my sermon was that yeah i think we can think that our spiritual food should be kind of prepackaged and delivered to our door like a kind of a subscription service mm. and actually i think it's more like a messy meal where everyone's chipping in everyone's you know causing a mess and chaos but it's kind of all done together and i think it's a bit like you know, resources and books we think of well if i just get that book or i read that book or i download mm. that app or i do that course that god will that I'll, my relationship with God will magically be different. Mm. Um, and I think it's there's something to be more grounded in the reality of our lives and looking for those ways that God might be, you know, spurring us on in our own spiritual food and also those people around us rather than mm. thinking, well, if I just buy that. Thing. And that's kind of the diet culture, isn't it? You know, yeah. download this app, do this plan, yeah. you know, and you'll be happy and smiley like yeah. the people on the adverts. Um but yeah, that's interesting. And then thirdly was um, exercise. How are we exercising mm. our gifts and what God's given us? Mm. And like I said, I think um, I, certainly as Baptists, um, as Protestants, I think we tend to scoot tr- straight to the exercise. Mm. I think we there like is doing this, stuff, don't we? We like doing stuff. And um, very much kind of a, in a lot of my conversations with people, it's oh I'm not serving enough or mm. I'm you know I need to serve more and these are people who are already rush off their feet mm. and um and so exercise but also something that you've mentioned quite a lot recently is that um our service isn't necessarily always service in the church mm. that actually oftentimes we're called mm. to serve in the community serve in our families yeah. um so our service to God our exercise um will will not necessarily always take the same mm. shape as everybody else's if for example um i know people who are looking after aging relatives mm. and they're always apologizing that they're not serving more within the mm. church but actually they're totally notly serving mm, yeah. and or exercising um their spiritual gifts because i'm aware just in church that mm. church will always need more people yeah <laughs> it will always want to do more and there's always need and so, you know, that I'll never reach a point where I've got everything sorted. Yeah. There'll always be gaps and people. And uh, so, yeah, I don't want people just guilt tripped into doing stuff. Yeah. Um, I want us to serve out of where God's calling us and yeah. where our heart is. And that's where I see people really buzzing when they do that. Mm. And the guilt of, well, I should be doing more at church. Um, when we're aware there's seasons and times and those things change. Yeah. Um, what does that mean for me individually? That's interesting, isn't it? Um, how am I using my gifts? Um, I've got to be careful, you know, just about how I use my time and my energy, mm. um, where I find myself um, doing and saying the right thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's probably more just making sure I am, you know, at the right place and using, yeah, I guess. Yeah. And you as well. I mean, it's interesting because you do, you've, you're stretching yourself a little bit mm-hmm. with some of what you're doing. Um, which is interesting hmm. and also kind of just analyzing as well like if you take on one thing do you need to put another thing down yeah um you can't which we're not very you good know, at, are we? um you can't necessarily be going out for a run and going to the gym and swimming 
and yeah, you know there's mad. there's only so much exercise really you can do before it just becomes a bit empty mm. um so i'm yeah, right. kind of thinking through that at the minute as well were you thinking of going down the gym swimming and running at the same time i'm not thinking of doing any <laughs> of those things just to be clear on the matter <laughs> Um, okay, well, we'll leave you in anticipation of snow. Yep, let's see who's right. Is it Apple? Apple the Apple phone or, or the BBC? Or is it BBC? Um, I mean, you can't, you can't go away from the BBC. Yeah, I used to, I used to always, I used to always what, have the BBC app. Mm-hmm. And then I found the Apple one was just like, it would say rain in 30 minutes and it'll be raining in 30 minutes. Okay. So that's, I'm going to hand... I'm going to sort of put all my eggs in that basket. Okay. There we go. See who's right. Well, God bless you today, Miss Day. <laughs> Take I pray care. that you might know the closeness of walk with God, walk mm. with other people, and uh, walking in service. God bless. Bye bye.